James Lehner. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Mr. It, Griffin? I'm. You can call me Sam if you want. That's up to you. Yeah, I know sure. it's. I know it's weird. Like it yeah. is. It's weird because I, I will see teachers I had thirty years ago and still call them Mr. Right. and Mrs. So and so. That part totally up to you. Uh, okay. So I, we are going to talk about James Lehner's life after high school. He is on the Where Are They Now series. One of my, I don't like to have favorites, James. I don't like to have favorites, but you're one of my favorites. All right. I and appreciate that. So I welcome you to the Teacher Answers Podcast. Welcome home, my friends, to the Teacher Answers Podcast, a show where I take high school students' questions and answer them in the most no bullcrap way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 28 year veteran high school teacher and examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and James as we explore James's life and why, why high school students do what they do. Okay, done with that. So, James, you, I remember, I remember our school was under construction and I remember the classroom we were in because it wasn't my classroom, it was that temporary classroom. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, sir. <clears throat> 2000. 14 or 13. I'm not sure which of the years. I think it was in there for two years. Um, and we had several after-class conversations. James, you were one of the most polite people that I've ever had. Now, not one time did you cop an attitude. Um, and, and you probably had every reason to, right? But what I want to get to the bottom of on this episode is mm-hmm. what was your secret? Now, I don't want you to answer this yet. I want you to kind of think about it as we go here because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with that about question eight or so. <clears throat> what was okay. your secret of, you know, staying positive like that? And, and like, there, there must be a secret to that because if we, if we could put that in a pill, we would change the world. I'm serious. So, James, tell me about your life after high school you were um, <clears throat> dead set on going into the Marines, which you did. And thank you for doing that. Um, no problem. Yep. So 2014 to now, the year in the late or the years in the life of James Laner. Let's hear it. What have you been up to? Okay. So uh, after I graduated, I worked for a little bit at my summertime job. And then I went to the Marine Corps in November of 2014. I went to basic training. I graduated boot camp three months later. Became a Marine finally. My lifelong dream just finally completed. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up doing some follow-up training in North Carolina then San Antonio, Texas. Once I finished my, my training in San Antonio, I had gotten ordered to Japan for two years. And that was... Uh, Right around the time my wife and I had decided to tie the knot and get married. Right. So I had went to Japan for my two years, came back, moved down to Virginia. Japan was a fun time. Yeah. I absolutely loved it there. I've, I did so many fun things. I learned how to scuba dive. Yeah. I, I flew underneath a helicopter while in a harness with one other guy next to me. Huh. 
be able to see the island from that kind of view is just absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, I, I joined the Marine Corps, did my five years. I just got out a little over a year ago. Um, and I'm currently an apprentice to become a, a commercial electrician. Nice. So, I mean, everything's kind of cut down a little bit, but that's my life in the past five years. And you're in classes now too, right? Yes, sir. Um, on top of my on-the-job training, I require 300 hours of classroom time. Mm. So I have class every Tuesday, Thursday night, three hours a night. So you you wanted to you said your lifelong dream to go into mili- into the Marines. Why why was that a lifelong dream? You know, I think I. I had a friend in grade school whose dad was the local Marine recruiter. Mm-hmm. I seen him walk in in his dress blues one day and I started asking him about his dad and he was telling me all these stories and I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to be that guy wearing those dress blues, doing all those cool, awesome things. So, Right. That, that's something I just wanted to do since the young kid. Mm-hmm. And it is cool, right? Yes, it is cool. That's right. It is totally cool. I've got so many good memories, so many lifelong friends from that that I'll just never forget. Right. Um. So what has... I want to talk military for a little bit. <clears throat> what has it done okay. for you? Okay. It's increased my discipline and respect for others. How so? Beforehand, I guess being raised in New Concord mm-hmm. or Southeastern Ohio, mm-hmm. it's not very culturally diverse, mm-hmm. so to say. Being in the Marine Corps exposed me to people of all walks, all walks of life, colors, creed, race, sexual orientation, everything. Mm-hmm. And you bring all these people together and you have you depend on each other to get through all these tough times and you learn how to get past any differences that you may have and just become friends and like learn to love each other. So that is one of the coolest things that I've gained from my military experience. Just lifelong friends. Mm-hmm everywhere mm-hmm. um, I'm more disciplined now I'm able to set my mind to certain goals and just go out there and accomplish them like before the Marine Corps I was very nervous and timid mm-hmm. about doing things I might fail at now that's, that's not a factor I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. so there's the discipline and the confidence boost that just came from it. Mm-hmm. They taught me how to dress well. Looking nice in uniform is definitely a good thing. So, dressing well, being presentable, being professional. Professional is the word I'm looking for. Being mm-hmm. professional is what the Marine Corps has definitely taught me. Gotcha. And that's what employers like to see nowadays. 
They love when military guys come out and you join the trade because they, they know they're going to get a good worker, a hard worker, somebody who's willing and able to take orders. Because a lot of people nowadays are not able to take that kind of direction. Right. You know, honestly, the Marine Corps and my experience has just set me up for the rest of my life. I've learned many valuable skills that I'll just be on, be able to take on with me wherever I go. Yeah. Um, who would you recommend joins the military or some branch? Like, what's the, what's the, I guess, I mean, anybody can. That's not what I'm saying. But like, <clears throat> right. How on the fence? Because we, what you don't want is somebody to just do nothing, right? That's that's mm-hmm. the worst case scenario. Um, right. And, and as close behind that would be someone who would do something that they really hate, right? Doing nothing, worst. Doing something they hate, close second. Who right. who should go to the military? Because, um. Or should anybody just talk to me about that? Like having gone through it, who should go? Who shouldn't go? I guess. So there's some people out there that just don't have an interest in it yeah. or have even thought about it. I would say for the people who know for a fact that they don't want to do that, don't do it. They're not going to enjoy it. Right. Uh, for the people who have never like, really thought about it or shown interest, I encourage them to ask questions, do research, ask people if they know, um, talk to a recruiter. Um, if you're on the fence and you don't know what you want to do after high school, definitely join the military. Don't get sucked into some job that you're going to hate or dislike. The military is not bad. It will literally set you up for the rest of your life if you allow it to. Mm-hmm. It's all about what you take from it. So, you, you know, if you need some direction. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it's just this this connection is uh, is sketchy, but but the message is coming across. Trust me, okay. And when when it okay. when it's played back, it'll sound cool. But I, what I wanted to say was, and I, I thought you were done there. I'm sorry. But what I wanted to say was, you're not a recruiter. Okay. So this isn't a thing where I'm trying to recruit people or get you to recruit people. I'm trying to have an open, honest conversation here. So you have zero regrets about it. No, no regrets whatsoever. And there are a lot of kids in high school who right now are overwhelmed with what am I going to do? Yes. Am I going to go trade? Am I going to go to college? How am I going to afford it? How am I going to do this? Um, honestly, the military is not a bad route. It will give you money for college when you're ready to get out. Um, you can use tuition assistance while you're in. Hmm. You go to school and take classes. And I did do that while I was in Japan. Um, what was that like, by the way? Being in Japan? Yeah. Two words, culture shock. Yeah. Um, The best way that I can describe it is that it was a second first world country. Okay. 
<laughs> and by that I mean, there they have just about everything that we do. Mm-hmm. But their pace of life, the Okinawans, is so much slower and more relaxed than ours is. Mm-hmm. They, they tend to eat healthier, live longer, and they're just overall happier in life. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes with not being as stressed or feel that they need to devote their whole entire life to work. That's something that they really, I mean, they work, but they're not, they're not working like we do here. Right. If that makes sense. No, I, I totally get it. Uh, I'll, you know, we probably, I think it's in America. Um, don't quote me on this, but from what I've heard, like vacation time in America is like lower than almost everywhere. I, I could believe it. <clears throat> Even if you're lucky enough to have vacation time. Right. Probably most people don't, you know. Um, so w- were there language barriers? Of course. Yeah. We're, so you were like, if if I got someone from Japan in my class, that they would be an oh. English as a second language student. So you were a Japanese as a second language student? I wasn't taking Japanese, but from interactions with the locals, and having some friends that lived out in town, you started to pick up some phrases and words, and you were able to communicate slightly. Yeah. And sometimes they knew English, but it's not a big tourist area. So for the most part, they speak Japanese, and oftentimes you're just left standing, smiling and laughing at each other because you have no idea what what you're saying. Right. It was a good time. It was a culture shock. Very awesome things to see out there. Many castles, war memorials. Um, what? So now that chapter one is over in your life, maybe that's chapter three, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, you look like you've put on. And I'm not even kidding, like 30 pounds of muscle. Is that true? <laughs> you know, that is uh, that's somewhat true. I've put on about 50 pounds since uh, you seen me last. Yeah. I mean, you were, uh, I mean, just a normal guy, but in high, in high school, we were all skinnier, right? <laughs> that's well, for sure. <laughs> but I was scrawny. I'll admit it. I was, I was a stick figure back then. Yeah. But like, you know, just uh, I don't know. The Marines have been I good mean, to you, sir. So they have. That's what happens when you you spend two years on an island, and you can't leave whenever you want. And the things you have to do is work, go to the gym, and play video games. Right. <laughs> so spending a lot of time in the gym. That's. How I put on so much weight. Hey, let's go back to the Marines for a second. Okay. What, um, like, tell me a story to where, and I don't think it's you. I don't think this applies to you. If it does, that's fine, but I don't think this applies directly to you. But tell me a story of, uh, without naming any names or anything, of someone who 
had a real tough time with authority and then got flipped around into like a brand new person. Did you see that at all? I did. Um, for the most part, everybody was pretty, pretty willing and obedient to all the orders given. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple guys that you could tell had that attitude like, man, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the drill instructors are very good at finding those problem child, so to say. Yeah. Making an example of them, breaking them down, and then towards the end of the, towards the end of boot camp, everyone is pretty squared away, disciplined and respectful. Um, what people have to remember is that these drill instructors have three months to take people from all walks of life and turn them into United States Marines. Right. And from stories or what they may see on TV or or hear from others, um, they've got a job to do. And I mean, it's it's tough, but. I truly believe if anybody sets their mind to it, they can do it. Mm-hmm. What uh, What do you do for fun now? What kind of hobbies are you into? So for fun, when I'm not working. Yeah. Um, I like to go to the gym, be outside, hang out with friends, hang out with my wife, just have a good time and enjoy life, play video games. Those are all some of the things I enjoy doing now. What video games do you play? I love video games. So I was lucky to be able to get a PS5 off somebody. Ooh, okay. And he didn't mark it up, so... <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla on PS5. Yeah. And I absolutely love that game. Mm-hmm. I'm addicted. Nice. Can't stop playing. Um... How about yourself? Uh, let's see. Pretty much, you know, since I've been, <clears throat> this is uh, this is weird. I, I did something. I don't know. If, have you been listening to season two at all? It's it's kind of like I've I, I've kind of like kept a little like if you if you listen between the words, you can kind of hear like my little journey that I'm on right now. I haven't played video games since December, and I've I was gamer. I'm a gamer for sure. Like I, I, anything made by Blizzard, um, anything with the last name of Craft in it, I've played the crap out of Warcraft, Starcraft, you name it, uh, Overwatch, um, Diablo, the whole Diablo franchise, all of that stuff, it, and just dabbled in the rest of it, but pretty much stayed Blizzard. Um, but yeah, I've been really getting after this, the writing in this. I started this morning pages things. I don't know if you've ever tried that, but. If you want something that'll clear your head, write two pages every morning before you start anything. It, it's like okay. totally, I do it every morning. Um, like I have yeah, the phone that we're talking on right now is sitting on that book, um, but it's about this thick and it's half full right now of just random stuff, you know? But okay. I haven't played video games since. It's not that I've tried to quit or anything like that. It's like it's not like an addiction. I just have been doing other stuff that I'm into, I guess. So I've kind of like replaced it. Um, 
mean, wife is busy, so I understand. Yeah, I, you know, I, I know you have gone. So remember the question I asked you earlier to start thinking about. Yeah. Um, I think your answer can change some people. You know, I know, okay. and you don't have to get into it, but I know you were going through some stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. there toward the end of the school career. Yeah. Um. And you did it with a smile and I just, you know, I think you embody the word courage. Like I'm serious, dude. I'm serious. Like if I, if I had to take a bunch of words like courage and, uh, friendly and all this stuff, you would be in the courage encyclopedia part for me because you had every opportunity and I, I'm sure I only know five percent okay but you had every opportunity to just play the blame game and do normal things and Mm -hmm. and start hating life and blaming everything and going down the rabbit hole but you didn't um and i think you've probably heard me say if you've listened to this podcast that and i do it all the time with my students who are in that uh, self-doubt part phase you know and they're like i don't even know if i'm you know, and they, they're sort of just like spinning in circles. And I'll say, okay, well, if your 30-year-old body that's successful could come visit you right now, would it say keep doing what you're doing? You know, um, mm-hmm. it's almost like that happened for you. Yeah, that did happen. Okay. <laughs> I know that was really metaphysical just now. <laughs> Like it'll give you her. It's crazy because I'm envisioning okay. like, yeah, here. So tell me about it, man. Okay. Um, How did you keep it straight? So naturally, I'm just a happy, goofy person. Mm-hmm. And I think my mechanism when I'm going through hard times is to just laugh about it, make jokes about things. I've always done that, and I think when you and I talked about the current, well, the situation that I was going through at the time, Mm -hmm. the best thing I could do to continue, like, continue on with my goals and in school and not blame other people is to just stay positive, and I had my goal set of becoming a Marine. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about this, but um, that was really what drove me to finish school, do the best that I can, stay positive. I just, I had that dream and I went after it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, just being able to laugh and joke, that's just my personality. Right. So. I wish I could bottle that up and tell it for people. Right. That goal thing's legit though, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's kind of like if you're looking through a scope at a target, you don't see everything else. You just see the goal. And Mm -hmm. when, when you learn to focus on that, you stop getting bogged down by other stuff. Is that like about what you were thinking? Yes, it is. Honestly, uh, I think a lot of kids 
have their goals, but I think they need to organize them. And I would recommend writing writing out weekly goals. What do you want to accomplish for the week? Mm-hmm. What do you want to accomplish for the month? What are your goals long term for the year? Mm-hmm. Write them out. Stick to it. And just go after your dream. Mm-hmm. The last survey I saw on that is 3% of Americans do that. I know it's uh, it's unfortunate, but I wish more people would. Yeah. It definitely allows you to focus on everything that you're shooting for. You mentioned when we were talking earlier the other day um, about a program called Hard, Hard Hats to Helmets, right? That was the name of it? Helmets to Hard Hats. But no, I had it backwards. Sorry. Helmets <laughs> to Hard Hats. Yeah, it's all good. Yes, sir. Tell me about that a little bit. Okay. So, I did my five years in the Marine Corps. I decided I do not want to get out and do college. At this point in time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I realized trades is the way to go. One, I don't have... I still have schooling. But it's nothing like a college semester. Um, I knew I didn't want to do college and I could use the GI Bill that I got from doing my military service I could use that for extra income while going through my apprenticeship and the Helmets to Hard Hat program is a program designed for active duty military members who are getting ready to EAS or end of active service. They're getting ready to leave the military. It helps them transition into trade oriented jobs. Mm-hmm. And I would like to believe that these trades are definitely looking for people with that military background because I mentioned before military members tend to be more respectful, um, more disciplined, able to take direction without getting upset. You know, people people do get upset when they're told to do something. Like, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's the, that program is designed to help out military members. Very cool. Um you, you messaged me <clears throat> on Facebook and said, you, you recalled very vividly a story from 2013 or 14. It, it must okay. have been 14. Uh, yeah. And you said, you know, I would be happy to come on your podcast and tell, tell people about that. Uh, okay, so sometimes before we start this, you know, uh-huh. I, I will say all kinds of things, but but I always mean well and it comes from the heart and it's never malicious. So go ahead. What what happened? Cause I can, I, I sort of remember this, but as you say, it'll probably come back and it'll be cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I believe it was physics class. Yeah. It was third period physics class right before we went to lunch. And 
it was a Friday and you were kind of giving us like this motivational speech and you said to us guys don't be afraid stop being nervous find the courage go out there tell a girl that you like that she's pretty today and girls do the same thing for the guys yeah (laughs) you were giving us a motivational speech all about finding that courage Uh, and I said you know what I'm like really motivated to go do this now (laughs) Like he just motivated everything in my body to go do. <laughs> so I went to lunch. I seen this girl that I kind of liked, and I just walked up to her and I said, "You know what? I wanted to let you know that I think you're very pretty." <laughs> At that time, she kind of—I didn't say anything else. She just said, "Thank you." smiled and then all of her friends looked at her and was like oh my god he just told you you're pretty oh my god (laughs) then I went off my next class but the feeling of like man I just did that yeah Um, I just did it like Mr. Griffin said oh god and nothing bad (laughs) nobody got hurt (laughs) yeah Mr. Griffin (laughs) so the, the confidence boost that I got from that I was like all right I, I like that advice. I can now do this. Right. I think a lot of people fear rejection. Yes. Uh, and there's really no reason for it. I mean, I've been there. I've I've, I've been in a spot where I, I wasn't the most self-confident person. Uh, I feared rejection. And, you know, every now and then, uh, I feel that way, but... There's literally so much to life. Being rejected by one person, two people, three people, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. This world is big. Yeah, it is. There's billions of people. And you're not out in this world to impress anybody else or make anyone else happy except yourself. Mm-hmm. That's all this is about. True words, James. Well, I'm, I'm glad that happened. Uh, yeah i mean there's fear of failure fear of rejection too because people listen people don't know how to deal with rejection very well and the best way to learn to deal with it is to get rejected yeah how could it not be and so you know when you (laughs) believe it or not that question comes up all the time when i take anonymous questions from people is you know, how long should I wait to ask a guy out or how long should I wait to ask a girl out? Why, why, why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? Yeah. I mean, why are you waiting now? If she's or he or she or whatever has a boyfriend, you know, you gotta not do that obviously, but yeah, I mean, I mean people, yeah. people now know everybody's business. I mean, yeah. you know, so James, what's next for you? Next for me. So, I'm currently doing my apprenticeship to become a commercial electrician in the local union here in Akron. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm almost done with my first year out of five. So, what's next is finish this five-year apprenticeship. 
become a journeyman electrician. Maybe do a little traveling across the country. That's once I get my ticket and my union card, I can go anywhere I want and work. So finish my apprenticeship. Maybe start a family in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. And just continue crushing life goals. That's right. You have got a bright future, James. I, I remember I remember when you left school. I, I remember this like it was yesterday. I, I don't remember the go tell someone they're cute or whatever story too vividly, but I do remember saying, you know, with all the stuff that, that you and I had talked about, um, I remember saying, James, you got to come back in like five or six years and tell me how this turned out. I remember saying those words to you. And so, yeah. you know, a lot of, I can't tell you how many times I have been told, oh, I'm going to come visit you. I'm going to come visit you one day. No one comes and visits. It's it's super rare. And I said that to my teachers too. So I, you know, and I didn't go, but like in spirit, I did, I guess I, I thought about them all the time and, and that kind of thing. Um, but to, that's why I love doing this, you know, and I hope somebody gets something out of uh, your message and and this stuff that we're doing and to be able to sit down and and talk to you and see how you're doing is just like super surreal awesome yeah i i do hope that somebody some of your students can take a positive message from what was said here today and i hope i hope that all these kids who are self-conscious and nervous find find their inner confidence and courage yep i hope they find that that's it they will it's just a matter of time before they will right but it's it's definitely cool to look back on that conversation that you and i had where i just wasn't so sure Mm -hmm. and you were right there just like, hey, you're gonna kick, you're gonna kick life's butt, man. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. It's like, all right. Thank you, thank you for believing in me, <laughs> even when I may not believe in me myself. Right. Thank you for being there, even if it was just a teacher-student relationship. Thank you for being there. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I get to hear the end of the story, even though it's not the end. It's just like chapter four, or whatever. Yeah. All right, man, I, we're going to wrap this up. Um, if uh, I'll do my normal, give me a five-star review speech now. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> like, if you, you know, listen, if you want to get this past the ears of people that James and I know, okay, you got to share it, okay? Find someone that you know that's into this conversation and say, there's a really cool interview with this teacher, this crazy teacher, and, like, his his student that's went through the Marines and is now like wildly crazy successful. Um, you should listen to it. That's, that's how you do it. So if, if any one person could do that, I would appreciate that. Um, James, thanks for being here tonight. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you guys soon. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com. Or 
you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacher answers. <laughs> <laughs>